we're live. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and right now just Vic is on with us, but I'm trying to do some new stuff with the format of my show. So I'm going to start a little different today and kind of review the topics we're we'll talking about today. We're going to talk about the stuff that Mr. Jeff Bezos has been doing recently. We're going to talk about some of the new stuff that's been coming to light regarding the virus situation. And we have some other great topics we're going to be discussing. So please bear with us. How are you, Vic? I'm good. I actually just got a pair, a pair of hearing aids today. I got a new pair. And, uh, I mean, the sound is just so amazingly different because they're more recent updates to the hearing aids. And, uh, I mean, they they are amazingly good. There's a huge marked difference. I'm sorry? So you, you have hearing problems? I do. I do. It's the problem that some letters are indistinguishable from others. For example, S and F and uh, N and M. D and T, that sort of thing. And so it's hard for me to distinguish the two. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So that's interesting. Um, but let's get started with our show. So we're going to start by talking about Jeff Bezos. He recently shot himself and some of his um, companions. I don't remember. There are several other people in there with him um, up into i don't know if you want to call outer space or just um the atmosphere i think we can call it the atmosphere right the atmosphere right i don't think they even reached what is it the gravitation or the the orbit orbit i think right so so him and some of his friends did this recently and i wanted to encourage mr bezos to pursue his his space Space um, research and his space missions, right? Because maybe Mr. Jeff Bezos could colonize Mars. What if he goes up there and takes a bunch of his people and his crew up there and they take equipment up there and they go up to Mars and they cultivate potatoes just like Mark Watney did in The Martian by Andy Weir? What if Jeff Bezos goes up there and cultivates, you know, planting and stuff and starts life up there and he becomes the first king of mars well i mean so hold I want, on a second i wanted to encourage jeff bezos to pursue this uh wait a second do you really want jeff bezos to be the first person who sets up a colony out there think about it though if he goes up there and all his friends go up there there'll be less of them here Vic. <laughs> Oh my God, that is such an unbelievable rationale. I love you. For and that. so think about it. Like, so we're in the year 2021, right? So if Jeff Bezos goes up there right now, he's like a multi-billionaire. He's probably the right. only one on the planet who could afford to do it. He's already doing some research, right? So he goes up there. He cultivates potatoes. He grows crops. He he develops like the oxygen services and everything we would need to have civilization up there. And he makes himself the king. Because he sets it all up. And, and it's not it like he doesn't have the money. <laughs> right, right. And with an eagle like his, he'd probably look like <laughs> be, be the king of his own planet. So, yeah, I he think does, yeah. If, he gets, right. if he gets wind of my idea, he might go for it. So he can go to Mars and set up his you know, his own planet, his own kingdom, and take you know, all his if we, friends with him. 
if you use that if if you use that rationale, I fully agree with you. No, listen. I, what I fully thought. agree with you. So listen. What Sorry. I thought about after this, though, I so listen. To what I thought about after this. So history, history. What would it? So if Jeff Bezos does this, what uh -huh. do you think things would look like two hundred, maybe one hundred years from now? What? If, well. So what? What if all the elite people go to that planet, right, and set up civilization with Jeff Bezos leading them, and then a hundred years from now, the planet Earth is at war with that planet? You, well, the question crazy? is, do you think he'll want to take Donald Trump's brain with him? Hold on, I gotta shut my vote off. I keep getting notifications, and I can't hear. <laughs> what did you say? What if he wants to take uh, Donald Trump's brain with him? No. no. See, that's the great part. He'll only want to take his stupid liberal friends with him. <laughs> but wait, isn't Donald Trump a friend of his? I don't know. Donald Trump and Jeff Bezos may be friends um, <laughs> in some levels, but I don't think they think alike. Um, politically oh, no, I, I definitely know they don't think alike. <laughs> right. So, so, but yeah, I was just thinking about this, like, and like I said, with Jeff Bezos' ego, and with all his billions of dollars, why not? Don't we need somebody to go up there and start colonizing Mars anyway? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. so he could go do it. Keep himself busy. Keep himself you know, investing in making himself a king. So, you know, strokes his ego. Well, and... you kind of have you kind of have to wonder whether <laughs> Amazon delivers that for. <laughs> oh, I guess if Jeff Bezos is living on Mars, Amazon would deliver there, wouldn't they? But see, yeah. there you go. If you get a billionaire like Jeff Bezos on Mars, that would also help to create intergalactic transportation between here and there, right? It would right, facilitate yeah. the growth of of the the network that we need to have that intergalactic um, commerce and communication and stuff and travel. So right, right. Anyway, I'm I've always been a really big thinker. And um, and that's something I've been thinking about here the last few days since I found out about his little venture into um, <laughs> into the outer life, reaches. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I I can understand what you were thinking. I mean, I just thought you know, uh, here's another another idiot who doesn't know how to spend his money. Yes. Exactly. But he's got so much of it. And like I said, he could go do all the investing and get it all set up. And yeah, well, that's so what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, with all the poverty in the world, this guy is actually paying money to go on space flights. Mm, yep. I mean, that's so, just retarded. So that was something I wanted to talk about today. So let's take a quick commercial break, okay, Vic? Yep. Hey, everybody, great news. You can now get both of my books on Audible. My first book, Because You're Blind, is the story of how I went from that terrified little girl who woke up suddenly blind and brain injured at the age of 12 years old, and then years later was locked down under an illegal and corrupt guardianship in the state of Montana for 15 years. It's the story of how I defeated all of that and overcame all of that. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is how I used my own thinking to empower myself to change my life after all of that. 
And now today I am the founder and president of Blue Butterfly Enterprises, as well as host and creator of Becca's World on YouTube. And I have a lot of other great projects going on, but I just wanted to encourage you guys to check out the audible versions of my books because they're both good stories. And you can get, there's, I have some free downloads of each book available. If you email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, I would be happy to send you a free download so you can check it out. Thank you so much for your time. And now back to the blind view. And we're back. Welcome back everybody. Are you still with us, Vic? Yeah, still here. Okay, great. Um, do you have- You know, I have to ask you about, about your books. Uh, uh, is there a particular reason you're giving them out for free? Giving them out for free? What do you mean? Well, you're saying you have free downloads of them. Oh, so when I, so I paid Audible to upload my book to their site, right? right? After I found a narrator to narrate it and stuff, it's a process that you go through. But through with the package that I bought, I got like I think it was a hundred, and I got this for both of my books. So I've done this with both my books now. I think it was a hundred free downloads give to people it's a way to help people promote their books oh i see and help, help okay. them give them to people so and what it is so if my viewers if you guys want to email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com i will send you back an email with a uh it'll have a it's like a a code and you click on it and it takes you into the audible site and it walks you through the process of downloading an audible version of that book assuming I, that I, you have an audible account right 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 but who doesn't yeah. have an audible account so well yeah, careful so it, it, it would be it would be a free it would be a free book and you wouldn't have to use one of your audible credits true um, true yeah so um and i don't know somehow i think there's a way to give audible books to other people too so maybe you could give it too, so. Hey guys, let me jump in and just let you know that two people came and commented uh, and are watching. We got Kim Sands says hi and Aaron. Oh, oh, hey. hey, and Kim, I know Aaron. Aaron, how are you guys? You know them both, Vic. I do. Yeah. They haven't Thanks asked so any questions, but they're but they are watching and said it's good to hear from you guys. So if they do ask any questions, I'll let you know. Great. Please share a video on your guys' walls and tell your friends about it. Um, yeah, we could use the exposure. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, use it. Um, yeah. So, Vic, you were talking about something, though, um, weren't you? I mean, it sounded uh, like you were wanting to talk about. Um, did I, did well, I answer? I your, wanted... Did I answer your question about the downloads of my book? Yes, you did. It, it's. Yeah, so like I'm, it was like 50 or 100 downloads, pre-downloads I got of each one from right. Audible when I bought them. Uh -huh. So that's why I'm, I just offer those to people. It's, it's a way for people to market their book and promote it. or give No, it no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. No, I was just saying that, I mean, I, I found it strange that you don't promote them buying the book as opposed well, to giving it away. So here's the thing. The idea is they go and listen to the free download and they love it so much they tell their friends about it and then their friends buy it. Yeah. So you so, you like the word of mouth aspect. Right, right. And that's yeah. really how it works, Vic. That's the best way to do it. Vic, have you listened to either of my books yet? Not yet. I haven't been able to get it yet. But uh, I have, have a couple of credits. Description? I do. Yeah, yes. Okay. 
Because um, if you want, I could also send you a free download. I have Gino email you a free download of them. And then that would be great, you, actually. Once you read them, if you like them, then you go tell your friend and family and promote it, right? That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. And I'll probably do that anyway because, you know, I love you so much. But hey. That's sweet, Vic. Well, you know, you've earned it. Although. <laughs> I have to say, your Becca Uncut was a little troublesome to me. What did you have a problem with? Well, well, I can't really speak to that yet because I need to know what exactly Kamala said. Oh, I don't know. It was a video where she was talking about rural Americans and how they can't go get an ID to go vote and and she just seems to think that rural Americans can't can't you know I don't want to say find their butt with both hands or but she she acts like rural Americans are illiterate buffoons who who are just sitting in their shacks willing their homemade whiskey and screwing their second cousins right instead or first of cousin. having yeah instead of having the ability to think and read and educate themselves and go get a photo ID and go cast a vote that they've educated themselves about. I mean, right. that's what she acts like. And it really makes me angry. And I've been watching these this stuff for quite a while. And I just watched a video the other day. Vic, it, it, it just made me angry. And that's why I texted Gino. I was like, I need to do a video, you know, airing my feelings about how Kamala talked about rural Americans. Understandable. I so, have to ask, though, I mean... It's kind of hypocritical of you, though. What? Well, I mean, you were telling me, uh, especially during your interview, how, well, people in Montana were stupid idiots for putting that uh, guardianship on you. I don't think I ever used the terminology stupid idiots in referring to people from Montana. I've said they were ignorant. They were uneducated. They were confused. They didn't have the proper information. I've said all of those things, and all of those things are true. I don't right. think I've ever said stupid idiots. Maybe years ago, when I was really suffering from that brain injury, and I was very angry, and I'm still trying to figure out how to even start building my life again with everything I was going through. Back right. then, I said stuff like that too. But I'm an educated person now, and I don't but think you know I what? even I'd... use that terminology. I would use that terminology because, let's face it, they were doing things that, A, were against the law, mm -hmm. and B, was just stupid on his face, right? They were doing things that they viewed as okay. They viewed that it was okay to discriminate against me and it was okay to treat me this way this abusive way it's okay to violate my rights on the grounds that they were protecting me and that caring for your problem. best interests yeah that's what all of it was all of it came down to the fact that they felt they needed to protect me but in order to protect me they stripped me of all my rights took all my property locked me down for 15 years and that's what they're doing to Britney Spears right now and so yeah, I, I I sent something to Gino the other day about a CBC um, 
news thing up here that featured the fact that Britney Spears is now able to hire her own her own lawyer. Yeah, but listen, there's a lot of well-meaning lawyers out there who will try to help her, but if they're not thinking right, they'll go at it like my lawyers did in 2004. And I didn't win in 2004 because my lawyers went at it wrong. Because in 2004, my lawyers played the game of trying to prove that that my decision making was okay. That you know they were they were they were coming at the angle of, of trying to defend my decisions because the yeah. other side. I mean, like years before, they had locked me down under the guardianship based on the fact that I was making poor decisions. Right. But, and in 2004, so that's what my lawyers were looking at in 2004. So they were trying to prove that I hadn't made decisions that were that bad, really. But here's the problem: those kind, that kind of thing, it's, it's, it's. You can't really judge that and say this is definitely the way this case should be judged because that's an opinion, right? Right. So I had 2004 when I lost. After that, my CCP broke as I was preparing for court. But uh -huh. after I lost, my new guardian let me get money to get a new CCTV. And Vic, I kid you not, the first document I read with that CCTV was the Constitution. And I started right. with the Bill of Rights because it's the first 10 amendments. Right. And, and it opens with... God, Easy. Has, all, all people are created equally by God and have been endowed with the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And when I read those words as a person who was locked down under a guardianship, whose constitutional rights had been not been denied her for so many years, who had, you know, lived this life and felt what it was like to be denied rights and denied privileges that everybody else enjoyed every day. When I read those words, I was angry because I realized those lawyers in Montana and those judges and my own parents had been denying me my constitutional rights those 15 years. And it was years after I read those words that I finally made it back to court because going to court is a huge process. Anybody who's fighting their own guardianship can tell you fighting a guardianship is a long process because every document you file, it usually takes about a year for the judge to see it. And that whole year, you spend a lot of money in legal fees. And when you're going through a guardianship, my guardian did, the, or the judge did the same thing to me that Britney Spears' judge is making her do. My, the judge had me paying my lawyers and the bank's lawyer that was fighting me and had me paying the guardian's lawyer, the guardian who was fighting me. So that's how corrupt these things are. So when you're already, you've been being abused by the system and then you finally get courage to go fight it and you find out that you not only have to pay your lawyers to fight it on your behalf, but you have to pay your opposition's lawyers and all of their costs to fight you. You know, it's really wait, difficult. Wait a second. That shouldn't have been the case though. That was if you'd lost, if you'd if you'd lost, yes, I could understand you having to pay the fees on their side. But if you, since you won, they should have paid yours. I won in two thousand and twelve, but in two thousand and four is when this happened. In oh, I see. Okay. In two thousand and four was when the judge had me paying. Not only my lawyers, but the bank's lawyers and the guardian's lawyers, and had me been sound yeah, that no, whole year I, too. Yeah, no, I was, was gonna despicable. say, I was gonna say, it's jurisprudence. Yeah, 
And I've been watching as many videos as I, I mean, I've been, I'm doing a lot of writing, I'm writing three different books right now and, and trying to get my, keep my YouTube channel going. Right. And so mm -hmm. I've been watching as many videos about Britney's situation as I can. And it really frustrates me because I really feel like her lawyers are approaching this from the wrong angle. They're coming at it from the angle of trying to defend her decision making all these years, saying that she she has rights to you know to do these things, right? Be that's okay that she made these bad decisions. But my point is, they shouldn't come at it from that angle. They need to come at it from the angle that her all of this needs to stop immediately. The conservatorship and guardianship need to completely stop immediately. And she needs to be given back all her rights and all her property on the grounds that her constitutional rights are being violated. When I went to right. court in 2012 and said that, I said it to the judge through my lawyer. The judge cut me loose like that. He couldn't cut me loose quick enough, man. Because he saw yeah. a lawsuit coming, right? Yeah. Because he yeah. knew I was pissed off. They'd been violating my constitutional rights for 15 years and making me pay them for it the whole time. And yeah. running me ragged, jumping through all these hoops. Just like they have Britney Spears jumping through all these hoops. She's trying to prove that she's good enough and she's taking all these stupid tests and shit, trying to prove her capacity and stuff. That is bullshit. She should right. not have to do that. So, and, and, and so and her lawyers I are think you're right. approaching it from that angle. And I think what you're right. The lawyers do have to come at it from a constitutional standpoint. Because at the end, it's her rights that are being violated, especially now that she is medicated, now that she's more coherent. Oh, the I medication mean, thing. That's the thing. They had me on Prozac and lithium and all kinds of shit, man. Why? Oh, I'm, that's what I'm Were you depressed? No, I wasn't depressed. Well, I was depressed from the blindness and the brain tumor that went mistreated for years. And my life was a nightmare because I, my injuries had gone mistreated. I was being forced through high school without any assistance. I was falling down the stairs at school because I didn't have a cane. I was couldn't go participate in any social activities with other students because, I mean, nobody was even my friend. Because I was falling down at school. The other kids didn't understand. So, Jesus. yeah, it was, it was a freaking nightmare and it was a huge violation of my rights not just what they did to me during the 15 years they had me locked under the guardianship but all the years everything they did to me the years before that from the time i woke up until they've locked me down under the guardianship those years that they they were suing that doctor that screwed up on me and all of that stuff was going on and and then they got the money and then they just shoved me in my room for years and ignored me and wouldn't let me do anything Right. And you know what? I understand your point there. Right. And having said that, like I said, I'd have to I'd have to hear what Kamala actually said to know whether okay. I agree with you on that. Well, so just go on YouTube and punch in Kamala Harris's name and punch in uh I did. Uh, I did. Rural, rural Americans. You did? Did you not pull up any videos? Well, no, I did, but none of them, nothing of what she said in any of them had to do with rural Americans. Oh, you didn't see any of the videos where she talked about rural Americans and how um, they need to have mass mail-out voting because mail or rural Americans can't make it into town to vote and they can't make it into town to get an ID and they can't do all this stuff because they're podunk and they're too dumb to do it?
She actually she said that. No, but it was her insinuation. Totally her insinuation. Okay. The other thing I wanted to and talk my, to you my about... my point is that she's cutting these people short if she really thinks that they couldn't take her out behind the barn shed and and any one of them could take her out behind the barn shed and teach her what for. What were you saying, Vic? No, no, hold on. I mean, we aren't privy to the information that she has. So it's kind of wrong to just comment like that. Don't you think? I just disagree with her opinion about the intellectual level of rural Americans. That's all I'm doing, Vic. Yeah. But again, you're saying she didn't actually use those words. Vic, you just need to go watch her videos. She's so condescending the way she talks about these people. And it, as someone who right. who is one of these people at heart, you know, it really bothered me. So. Right. Now, Vic, do you live in the other thing area? I wanted? To... No, I don't. No, oh. I've never lived in a rural area, though, and I don't think I could because I'm so used to the city sounds that uh, it 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 actually hurts my ears not to live in cities. <laughs> but um, having said that, I wanted to talk to you about the other part of your uncut video, which what had to do one? with censorship. Okay, what about that? Um. What were you specifically speaking about when you spoke about that censorship? Are you aware that if you go and try to post videos about certain things on Facebook or YouTube? I mean, I I have a Twitter account, but I'm not. I mean, I know my videos are posting to it automatically, but I don't mean my Twitter account personally. But I do post videos to my Facebook and my YouTube personally. And right. are you aware that? that they're censoring people and they are blocking videos or they're tagging them as being um, suspicious or being questionable or being, uh, you know, being of questionable content and stuff because they disagree with these people's political views. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's the censorship well, that's going I on mean, here in America that we never used to have to deal with. Well, I mean, I, and, I've and heard of... See, as, an, as an American... See, here in America, we have freedom of speech. And so right. we shouldn't be doing and here that too. on a public platform is the thing. No, no, I get so. you. I get you. But I, I'm just wondering. I mean, I've heard of YouTube and their uh, their dictionary of terms you can't use. Like mm -hmm. the P word and... and What's uh, the P word? Uh, P files. P files? I... Can you spell it? P E D O O files. They don't let that word be used on their site. Uh, I, from what I'm hearing, no, they don't. Oh, and I don't. I can't. I mean, this was told to me by or someone else. They don't allow else. material from those people to be used. No, no, that's a given. I mean, that's a given. Right. Yeah. But the word P files, if you say it, apparently YouTube flags you. That's what I've the been files, told. Really? Yeah, well, that's what I've been it, told. So we'll have to see if they flag me. <laughs> we'll see. If, yeah, exactly. Um, having said that, flags, 
I mean, the only th other thing I've heard about censorship was when they censored Donald Trump on Twitter and oh, Facebook, actually. So, Vic, listen, Donald Trump was the president, right? So when they censored him, that was a really big deal. But listen, I'm just a YouTuber and they're censoring me. There's people all in between those two things and even below. You know, there's people all over in America who are being censored. Just because I have a YouTube channel, I'm able to speak about it, doesn't mean there's not millions of other people who are also being censored, and they're just not able to give a voice to it like I am, and like Donald Trump was because he's the president. But how are you being censored, sweetie? Because they're blocking my videos from being promoted and being put out on the public platforms, and they're they're blocking me from... So listen, Vic... Last year, when I first started this, I posted all my videos, right? Nothing happened. Boom, boom, boom. My videos were out there. They were promoting. I was getting all kinds of interaction with my friends and people I didn't even know, right? And my right. friends list exploded too. I had people from all over the world who were friending me. I actually had to go through and start cleaning them out because I realized, I learned that you have a 5,000 friend limit on Facebook. So yes, you do. anyway. But that was all happening because my videos were out there circulating and people were seeing that people were seeing them. They were able to share them and comment on them. And so their friends and family were able to see them. But none of that's able to happen anymore because the YouTube and Facebook, they use their analytics to block people from seeing my videos and block people gotcha. from being able to share them and interact with them. Right. That's the problem. That's how they're censoring me and my freedom of speech. And right. that's a big issue here in America. No, I agree. I agree. Freedom of speech is a cornerstone of a free society. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, the only thing, I mean, I can understand why they banned Trump because he was just saying some, some really stupid shit. And let's face it he's a man with pull and people are going to look up to what he says and believe everything he says so if he's tweeting information that is wrong you can't allow that so listen Vic, there's no such thing as wrong or right information in america there's wait a, no, a, no 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 when you have freedom of speech and freedom of press Anybody can put anything out there. That's the point. And no, no. There's a the difference. Only reason they, the only reason they censored President Donald J. Trump is because he was the president. He was their their friend's opposition. They are no. They are no. jumping in bed. Oh, that's totally. I'm sorry. Sick. I'm sorry, Becca. You that's not even the case. Lived in the United States, dude. How no, you're you, right. How you even say that? You're right, but you but have I've to spent say. I've my whole life here. Tweeting opinion and tweeting facts are two different things. Donald Trump was tweeting facts. And so what's wrong with that? Incorrect facts. I don't know that. What incorrect well, facts? Of course, Give me uh, an incorrect fact. Give me what so for instance, I see I can't I'm I sorry following his tweets, so I don't even know exactly what his tweets were. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. For instance. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't list them off by heart. So give me one, an example of one that um, I remember that was questionable. Oh, uh, crap! <sighs> Shit! I, you know what? I, I've kind of lost track because he tweeted so much, and I can't remember a single thing he's posted. 
do you think that maybe that's the problem that everybody's lost track and they're just believing what the bullshit media is telling them? No, because I, I actually. Think, well, <laughs> I think that's possible. a big part of what the problem is, because there was as an American, we were bombarded with bullshit on the news for a, at least a year. Right. Yes. And 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 I voted for Donald Trump because I'm conservative and pro-life and I could never freaking vote for a pro-choice Democrat. Um, but honestly, I had no other choice because that that whole year I saw what was being said about President Trump and what everything that was being said in the media by pres about President Trump and and President now President Biden and you know um and I had I had also seen what President Trump did during his first term. I'd seen him in action. He'd already proven what his intentions were for our country. He'd already proven his ability. He already had a track record to prove and show what his intentions were and what his abilities were and what he would do for our country. And so it's totally asinine that what what kind of people would fire the greatest CEO they've had in, in their lifetimes who's producing for them and producing good paying jobs and 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 good opportunities for their children and 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 better health care and everything. What kind of people would fire him for the moron we have in the White House right now? See, this is why I believe the 2020 election was stolen. And Wait I think second. anybody who lives here believes didn't that, didn't Trump almost take us to war? What do you mean take us to war? How? Well, apparently he was saying things that were pissing other other leaders off, essentially. So President Trump was saying things that probably put fear in the hearts of some other world leaders. But no, no, leaders they were had reason. Well, no, no. He was saying stuff that was pissing them off. For example, see, here's the thing. I don't listen at the bloviating that these politicians do. And I think that's one problem here. See, I think President Trump liked bloviating because it stresses the Democrats out. And I just loved President Trump's policies because he did what was right for our country. And he helped us be strong. And he helped us be better people. And he helped it be better for all of us instead of what's going on right now. Right. So the other thing I, I want to know is how are the Democrats turning your life into a socialist republic? Um, it's with their policies. Um, so if you were here, I don't know if you've been watching. So the, I have. the unemployment, the unemployment rate is really just getting out of hand, Vic, because what they've done is they've increased the levels of, unemployment benefits from the government to the point that people are making more staying at home sitting on unemployment than they are working so a lot of right. people are just choosing to stay at home and so a lot of stuff is not getting done so now prices of everything's going up because it takes longer to get everything done longer for stuff to make longer for stuff to get boxed longer for stuff to get shipped longer for stuff to get un unboxed at this you know at their destination everything's taking longer and it's causing costs increase everywhere. Inflation is outrageous here. How is inflation there? Uh, I honestly haven't noticed. Inflation is 
you know, steady, steadily increasing as time goes by the way it should. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen any any difference towards the inflation well, rate in terms so, of uh, rate. So I've been all. watching I've been watching videos about this for quite several months now, and I've been quizzing my sister. She's the one that goes to the store, does the shopping, and she's the one that goes to the gas station and fills the gas tank, right? And I've been asking mm -hmm. my other friends too about their costs. Have their costs gone up? for gas and groceries and everyday essentials and stuff. And they're all saying yes. And and honestly, I'm I'm paying for a lot of what's going on in my house, right? So and I mm -hmm. so I know how much my costs have increased over the last year to 12, 16 months, 18 months, right? So Right. Um I mean, it, it, a lot of but how is that turning your society? If anything, that's the total opposite of a socialist republic. Those companies the electric companies, the gas companies, they're making money. How is that a socialist thing? But 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 nobody but but they're not giving it to anybody. Nobody's going to work to earn the money. But that's it's not, not helping anybody. No, 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 no. Free capitalist societies is not based on somebody telling you uh sorry, my fucking phone just spoke. A free your language, Vic. <laughs> sorry. Uh, a free uh, society, or what we call a free enterprise society, is not based on the richest people or the richest companies giving money back. No, but it's based on people who in have a socialist who can nation jobs being able to do it without all these restrictions these government restrictions and all of these the regulations and stuff that's what kills the job creation in the that the companies can create sorry how so so the democrats put all of these policies in place and these regulations in place that increase taxes that increase burdensome regulations on these companies and all this has trickled down uh, effects in the labor market where they can't employ as many people because they don't have as much money to pay them or they can't do it because it's too difficult because of all the new regulations that they have to jump through Mm -hmm. And and if you're in America, Vic, and if you heard and learned about some of the ridiculous stuff we're having to go through and the ridiculous shit we're having to put up with because of these Democrats and their stupid regulations, you'd understand what I'm talking about. Here in America, no, we've I always had freedom and we've never had to deal with this. So as an American, I'm very angry about it. No, naturally. Of course you should be. And I have to say that, you know, regulations are you know, sometimes good regulations can be bad. At the end of the day, they aren't passed within months. They're passed within pass years. Within well, regulations and amendments to statutes are no. take years to get through no. the. Okay, now listen, listen. We can't really argue that point because we're not lawyers. We haven't gone to do any of this stuff. But let me tell you what's been going on here. Since these Democrats took office, stuff has been changing here in America rapidly as though they are 
getting their restrictions put in place very quickly as if they are getting their stuff passed. And they recently passed a multi-trillion dollar spending bill that also, you know, um, helps them to put all these stupid regulations in place and do all these other business busting uh, measures to bring our economy to their knees. I thought that trillion dollar act was in support of the unemployed sectors. Yeah, yeah. They just want to keep giving them money to stay at home and not work. Well, not just that. They're also giving businesses who are small business owners who are suffering legitimate issues. we, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, the stimula- stimulation thing, and it's not working mm-hmm. like this. And listen, it was I think it's back when George fucking W. Bush was in office. I think he was the Now he did. <laughs> you I'm just sorry. told me that. I, I voted for George W. Bush, and I kind of liked him, but all these years later, I'm looking back, and I believe he was the first president that I saw. Maybe there were ones before, but he was the first president that I remember seeing actually sign one of these massive spending bills in law and just push it through. I mean, I really felt like as an American person, I didn't have any say over it. I didn't have any opportunity to read it. I, you know, and our politicians ever since then have been coming out. Well, I shouldn't say our politicians, our legislators and stuff. They've been coming out with these massive multi-trillion dollar spending bills. And as an American citizen, I just feel like they're trying to, overwhelm us with the size of these massive spending as though we're being drowned by a giant tidal wave, a tsunami. And I hate it as a taxpayer. I resent it because that's my tax dollars. It's all of our tax dollars. And they're fucking wasting all the stupid shit instead of doing stuff that will actually build our economy and stuff. Okay. Uh, The only thing I'm going to say is watch your language, Becca. Sorry. (laughs) But do you okay. understand as an American tax? No, no, what American I'm saying. Hold on. been here all these years and seen all this stuff go on, how I'm feeling? Hold on. There is transparency of the government. Any bill that they're going to pass and or going into the uh, chamber is put out on the net so people can read it. Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say? My other phone's ringing so my voiceover on it's like, oh, <laughs> it's talking and i don't even know this person so it'll go to voicemail in a minute <laughs> and then i had my i had a notification co- notification come through on my iphone too at the same time yeah same here <laughs> so what were you saying Vic? i'm sorry no no when a bill goes to the senate it is put out for public display on websites the state government website oh so you yeah, can but- review it so listen, there's several problems with this. First of all, not everybody knows how to go find the documentation on there to and knows how to find other to read it, right? There's lots Wait of a second. No, 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 no. That's a and bad listen, excuse. So but listen, that I is have a another, bullshit excuse. So, because listen, you, you, Nick, Becca, and we're talking just, about you. I always you said you're a taxpayer. I always, my, I always mention my weaker excuse first. Listen to this next one. Okay. Those, even though they're putting those massive spending bills online for us to read beforehand, uh-huh. they're too fucking long for us to read beforehand. These things are like like hundreds of thousands of pages long. They, the people that are voting on them can't even read them, which is how they 
thing that makes me angry. As a voter who votes these senators and, re and representatives into the Congress, they should be reading these, these stupid bills before they vote on them. But they haven't for several decades now because our politicians have been putting through these bills that are so thick they can't read them. So they just vote on them. So and, and you're then after, saying... And then after then we find that there's a whole bunch of shit in them, a whole bunch of pork and a whole bunch of stuff that violates our rights and that kind of stuff, Vic. And I'm an American citizen and I'm tired of it. So if I can paraphrase what you're saying, you're saying that senators just pass bills because they're lazy. No, they're not doing it because they're lazy. They're doing it because they're corrupt. But how? If they're not reading it, it's because they don't want to, right? So listen, people putting the bills together are corrupt. The senators who are passing them without bothering to read them are also corrupt. They're getting paid to read these things. If they can't read them, they need to, I don't know, hire staff or pass a law that there's a limit to how long a freaking bill can be. No, no, the listen. Only, listen, Vic, the there's... only reason they make this long is because they make them these, they make them these long overwhelming things so nobody can read them so that they have a better chance of getting them passed through and then people find out what's in them. Vic, this has been going on here in America for quite a while and I'm telling you, it has to stop. I hate to tell you this, but it goes on here too. And what you call corrupt is not corruption. It's the subject of lobbying groups. Well, that's the they whole lobby these politicians, they give them money, they tell them, okay, look, you pass this and we'll vote for you at the end of, uh, at, at election time. But a lot of these, a lot of these politicians, it's not just the lobbyists doing that. A lot of these politicians have been in there for 50, 60 years, and they're used to making a huge paycheck off the taxpayers. Well, and sure. They're no, longer, they're no longer trying to make you know trying to pass good laws and trying to make good decisions on bills. Oh, no doubt sweetheart no doubt but at the same time if you have people coming to you and saying look we need this passed you pass it and i'll vote for you they're gonna they're gonna do that because they want to be elected to keep getting those checks and that's the corruption we need to end that's not corruption <laughs> <laughs> that is a free democratic society. Now listen, when, 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 when the voters vote senators in who are supposed to pass bills that represent the views of the majority of their districts, right. it's those senators' jobs to pull the members of their districts and find out what the people feel and then whatever the majority vote is to go cast the vote likewise. The senators no, and representatives no longer care about these things. They go to Washington and they start getting their pockets padded by all these special interest groups and 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 they do all this and they get into these situations where it's if I'll scratch your back if you'll scratch mine and oh here's ten hundred thousand dollars for you if you sign this bill and blah 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 you know and it's corruption that's what I'm talking about, Vic. And and yet and yet there's laws against that called you know uh, I forgot oh shit I forgot what the name of the law is, <laughs> but essentially it, it, it's an anti-corruption law where people can't just pay for something to happen. Well, I mean that's called bribery. I've, I've never heard of the 
anti-corruption law here in the United States that stops these senators and representatives from doing this because they've been doing it for a long time, dude. <laughs> I think the problem <laughs> proving it, right? No. So, and that you can't really prove it without a whole lot of research. No, no, it's a campaign fund. It's a campaign funding law that apparently has has to deal with that specific issue, where people are being paid to look the other way, and in return they get money for their campaign. Yeah, or they get or they get the pet projects taken care of and that stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. So, but that's what I'm talking about. We need to get people in there whose only motive is doing what's right for their district period and who are actually out there walking like doing town halls in their district not just when it's close to election time but as soon as they get elected there's like that very next week they're scheduling town halls with the people in their district so they can find out how people are feeling about what's going on what changes do people want right 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 um but these town halls only seem to come up when it's close to election time yeah no, I get you. I get you. I can understand your viewpoint. And so listen, I've I grew up in rural Montana in small towns where there weren't very many people, but we got a lot of shit accomplished. And so I've always believed in the grassroots movement, right? For things. Right. And yeah, so I'm a member of the grassroots movement to to bring these values back to America and make us strong again. So. Well, I mean, I it just stands to reason that I can understand how rural Americans who might be losing money because their their crops aren't selling on the market because nobody can afford it. So you look at it that way, and they can't afford to come into town. Well, they're also having trouble getting into town. I mean, right. every every step of... So all of the, the chains, you know, the... Um, what are they called? You know, the chains where everything gets done, where like the guy uh, gets the eggs from the chicken and then the next yes. guy puts them in the snow. Like the, all of that stuff has stopped. And to get everything working again, it's, it's a process we're finding, right? Right. But I have to wonder, I mean, does that put a positive light on Kamala's statements? In what way? In the sense that you're essentially saying that in some ways, in some cases, they can't come into town because stuff isn't selling or whatever. Production is, is dropped because there happens to be too much stock and not enough demand because people can't afford it. No, no. Listen, I've... I, I grew up in rural Montana. Um, people who live outside of town, they can come in to vote just like they can come in and do their livestock stuff when they need to. It has nothing to do with how much they can sell the livestock for when they get there. They can right. sell, they drive into town to vote just as easily as they can drive into town to sell that livestock when the prices are up. Yeah, but you just said gas is going up and out the roof. I didn't say gas going up, going up and out the roof, but listen... Um, wages go up at the same time because they have to. So, I mean, all this stuff is going to happen like that, but... Um, so how does that equal a socialist society? That doesn't equal a socialist society. All of it does everything. I mean, you have to 
understand, Vic. I do There's understand, more. sweetie. I understand perfectly. The fact is, it sounds like the, the fact that the fact that they're paying people more to stay home than they than they're making to go out and earn an honest day living. That is socialism. That is what I'm talking about. That I, I'm sorry. I don't think that's socialism. I think that's support, and it's much needed at this point. Well, I mean, there are so 10 listen, million it, unemployed it was, Americans at this point. It was support at a time at a point. But right. the fact that they've been increasing it, I mean, Vic, if you... I mean, do you actually have proof that they've done this? Yes. I yes, mean, Vic, if you, listen, if you, if you go look at the daily jobless numbers and how it's gone, look back from the, to, from the beginning of the quarantine, President Trump was in office. Let's even go before that. Let's go six months before that, right? So we can even see what President Trump was doing before the quarantine ever hit. If we went back and looked at all of this, you would see that I'm right, that that's what's causing, that the, the joblessness is caused by this and, you know what I mean? No, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But it's, it's I, clear. That, like that I said, the, I, I mean, if a government, problems. if a government can't take care of their own, then there's a problem here. At some yeah. point, the government is looking, like you said, to stimulate the economy by giving these people more money. But that's the problem. If everybody's saying, oh, but we need the government to take care of us, the government's going to run out of everybody else's money to take care of everybody. That's why people should be thinking, hmm, how can I take care of myself? That's the difference in the two mindsets that we're talking about here, Vic. I'm sorry. I, I, I honestly believe that it seems like you're demonizing the Democrats. <laughs> demonizing them? Well, I disagree no, no, with demon, their political platform. Well, what do you mean by demonizing? You mean turning them into bad guys? Yeah. Well, they are. Like, if you if you looked at they've been if you've been hearing what they've been saying in the last forty years and looked at their policies and the ramifications thereof thereof long term in our country, and, right? And even on the on the world stage overall, yeah, yeah. Those Democrats, they they are like uh, vile. They're they're evil. They they've got, you know, when I was like I years ago, I heard that they were talking about that there were people in our government that wanted to take bring America to her knees, right, and and destroy our strong economy and destroy our way of life. Wait, and that wait a second. Wanted to bring socialism in here, and that's exactly wait a what they're doing. Wait a second. Hasn't it been the Republicans who've been leading the Senate for the past umpteen dozen years? Um, no, Nancy Pelosi's been in charge of the House for quite a while now. And um, I'm not sure who's in charge of the Senate. No, right no. As far as I know, as far as I know, the Republicans have had the majority of the seats in the Senate for I don't know how many years now. So, so listen, all these the, all these regulations and laws that you're referring to were passed by Republicans. No, no. That we have three branches of government here. It's not just the Senate. You can't right. just say the Senate. There are three branches of government here, Vic. 
Right. And so you can't just blame it on 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 the Senate. Okay, explain to me what the, what you think the three branches are. There's the Senate, um, the House of Representatives, and the the executive branch. Okay, okay. I was actually thinking there's the local regulations, state regulations, and federal regulations. Oh, yeah. So when I'm talking branches of government, we've got an executive branch, we've got the Senate, and we've got the House of Representatives. What? Uh, oh, yeah, no. Those, those you know aren't what? branches of government. Those are like levels of government, what you're talking about. No, no, I get what you're saying. And and I think, I mean, I don't want to go into a whole um, explanation of what those branches do. Sorry, guys. So, I, I have to jump in here for a second to correct all of you. Look, the three branches of our government is the legislative, which is Senate, Congress, and the House. Then you have executive, which is the presidency, and then you have the judicial. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we were both wrong. <laughs> Okay. There Sorry, you go. Normally, you know I don't jump in, but this was just painful listening to both of you get this wrong. Honestly, Gino, I think it's about time you jumped in. <laughs> well, so uh, in my defense, I was allowed to participate in government class with other students in high school. So I yeah. never actually learned any of this. I'm just going off of what I think I've figured out. <laughs> right. So. Okay. Well, that's like I said, I mean, I, I, I'm sure if I read more, maybe I'd feel the same way. But to me, and this is only my opinion. Like I said, it seems like you're demonizing the Democratic parties and the Democrats all as one cohesive unit. It's their agenda. The because they have a huge anti-American agenda. If you looked at their platform and looked at all their anti-American policies, that's what I have issue with, Vic. The fact that they want to take God out of our schools and out of our society. The fact that they want to take away our right to bear arms. The fact that they want to take away our freedom of speech. The fact that they want to take away all these rights. And these are very important to me. And and I talk about these a lot because I kind of think God brought me to this point where I have this YouTube channel because he wants me to speak out about this because weirdly enough, I happen to be, like I said, stripped of these rights for 15 damn years. I know what I'm talking about. That's fine. But again, if I mean, I can understand the Democrats wanting to take God out of law because God has no business in politics. I'm sorry. Ah, let's see you. That's the problem. You live in Canada. Maybe that's the way you guys work here. But here in America, we have freedom of religion. He, they cannot refuse. Freedom of religion does not mean you add God to the goddamn Constitution. But listen, they refuse to let us speak the name of God in our schools. That is a problem. And again, how can you problem. favor how can you favor God when your schools are so diverse now? What the hell? What about what about Krishna? What? God is diverse. No, no, he's not. He is Catholic. He's, he's so. 
God is Catholic. I hate to tell you that. And not everybody is Catholic in the U.S. of A. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we came right down to it. <laughs> You're so funny, Vic. You're kidding, right? You've got to be kidding, right? What? You're kidding, right? What? No. God is not Catholic. Vic, I got to jump in again. <laughs> What do you mean by God is Catholic? You do understand that the reason it's called Christianity is it's named after Jesus Christ. Now, Catholicism yes. is but a again, form of Christianity, but that doesn't even, that's not God is Catholic. I don't know what you mean by that statement. Sorry, I meant, I meant, Chris, I meant Christian. Sorry. I apologize. Having said that, are you going to tell me that you solely have Christians and Catholics in the schools now with the, no. with the diversity of your population? No, I'm not telling you that. But what I'm telling you is that just like the Muslims have the right to exercise their faith in school and everybody else that's coming here has the right to exercise their faith out in public, so do the Christians. That that's fine, but not the government. The government has to be religiously impartial. But they're not being religiously impartial. You're right. They're savoring God. They're coming down on Christianity because, listen, it's the same, it's the same thing that's been going no. on with this reverse the racism. Fact is, the fact is the Democrats want to absolve the government of any religious implications. No, sure, freedom of religion. To, you say Democrats freedom of religion. Want to destroy America. I know the best, one of the best ways. No, to I'm sorry. Because listen, but they removed saying, God from our country, and they removed the people's hope. It'll be a lot easier for them to talk the people down and take away all our rights. That's it's all. I mean, that's the whole thing. They take our God away. They take away our hope. They take away everything we have as Americans. Because yes, we have. Like, we have our physical stuff, but what's in our hearts and minds, the spirit of being an American, that's what really matters. And when they take our God away, that's like trying to kill the spirit that's inside of us. I'm sorry. I thought the American spirit didn't that's have exactly, anything to do with God. That's exactly why our forefathers no. in the Constitution that they can't No, the spirit, our, the American spirit has to do with patriotism. We have the free expression of religion here, and they're denying oh. us that. That is no, the they're not. They're not. So how, how can you say they're not? You don't even live here, Vic. You don't want. It doesn't. No, it does No, no. I don't have to community. live in a place. I don't have to live in a place to know that freedom of religion does not mean they're curtailing religion. So listen, maybe it's not practice 100% everywhere right now because they're only building up to it. It's only going on. I mean, there's only blatant situations of this this kind of stuff going on where they're trying to take God out of the schools and where they're punishing people for trying to speak about and God. You're right. and, and you're right. And guess what? It's the what? Christians killing off Muslims in bombings and, and attacks. And Muslims killing off Christians. Everybody's killing everybody. Exactly. Listen, so how can you say that one God is more important than the other? I'm not you can't. That and that's what the government the is trying to do. Get away well, listen, from the I'm God aspect. That, I'm not saying that one God is more important than the other. I'm saying that God is God, God period. 
whoever my God is, I can go worship him. Whoever your God is, you can go worship him. Whoever the neighbor's God is, he can worship him. That is what I'm saying. No, and that's, that's fine. That's what it's about. That's what freedom of religion is called. Is, is, that's right. the definition of freedom of religion. Except, except you're saying that the Constitution says God in the first sentence. Does it not? Yeah, but it doesn't mean just Jesus Christ or just Buddha. It's if, if you read, see, I read the Constitution just like I read the Word of God. I read it with an open heart and mind, open to revelation from God, open to revelation from my intellect. You know what I mean? Because that's how you have to read these things. And you can't no. be, no. you're so stoic about it, Vic, and you would never last as an American. <laughs> you're, you know what? You're right. Because I honestly don't believe if you wanna if you wanna do your own interpretation of the Bible, feel free. But these are laws and acts that people have to follow once they come to America. And you do not put God in law. I'm not saying put God in law, but they have to stop but they but have that's to just stop it. denying people's rights to practice their religion to worship. But they're their not God the way they see it. Oh, they are, Vic. You're not even living here. You're not hearing the reports that oh, my. people are talking about. Becca, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this point. Because okay, well, we will. Uh, is there something yeah. else you'd like to talk about then? Well, no, you wanted to talk about the virus. Um oh yeah. So um do you know anything about, I'm trying to remember what it's called, um, gain of function. Do you know anything about gain of function research? Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, so you haven't been watching the news? Well, no, I have. A few I, months? I, I have. I just haven't heard of that. Maybe so it's gain an American of function, thing? Gain of function research is scientific research that they do where they try to figure out how to make animal viruses so that people are susceptible to catching them and so that they transfer easily from person to person. That's what gain-of-function research is called. The NIH and Dr. Fauci were involved in sending our tax dollars to the lab in Wuhan, China to do gain-of-function research for years before this virus finally was released. So that's so why you're I'm saying talk about this gain of function today. So that's you're saying So you're saying COVID was brought here by the Chinese. Well, that's what the reports are saying that we're seeing that the, uh -huh. it wasn't brought here by the Chinese. It was intentionally created in the lab in Wuhan, China using right. tax dollars our tax dollars that were funneled to the Chinese lab through the National Institute of Health and Dr. Fauci was in, you know, part of all of this and was instrumental in organizing it and had a huge hand in it. And then this guy mysteriously winds up bossing us around during the fucking quarantine. I'm sorry. That's you, he, the problem. The guy I'm had, sorry. You cut off there. He what? And Dr. He Fauci what? was in. Dr. Fauci not only knew about all of this, but he was in on all of it. In on it, how? He was con he was consulting with doctors. 
he was aware of the research they were doing. He was aware that they were trying to uh, manipulate these uh, bat viruses so that they could be transmittable to human beings. That's what I've been seeing videos about. Okay, well, I mean, and it makes you... me so mad because this is the man that our politicians put in power over us during the fucking quarantine. I was this was the guy that was on the news every day, bossing us around and and feeding us a bunch of bullshit. You understand COVID's been around for decades, right? Mm, well, the flu, the basic no, flu has been COVID. forever. Well, it isn't called COVID-19 for nothing. There have been 19 well, strains of COVID so far. Yeah, but, yeah, but if, if they were using our tax dollars to pay for all of this, it makes me angry. That's and again... Again, one has to wonder who provided that ability to them. Who gave them that ability? I just it wasn't the Democrats. That. It you wasn't mean, the Democrats because they weren't say, in office. When you say who gave them that ability, you mean who gave them the money or who gave them the knowledge? No, who gave them the money? I just told you it was the NIH. NIH, but somebody had to give the NIH money. Yeah, they, it was our tax dollars. They didn't, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the NIH does not use their own money because they're a government corporation. Yes, it was our so they have to funnel and our politicians that gave them our money and they used that money to make this virus. This virus that has done all this stuff to the world. And but again, honey, it was the Republicans in office for the last four years. You just said this has been going on for what twenty years? No, I said the COVID's been around. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they. But you're talking about the NIH. I don't know how long this has been going on. For all I know, it's been going on for fifty years. Do you know how all the corruption that's been coming out about our government here, Vic? Oh, I know. Believe me, that's all I hear. Bad. So when I was a little girl, I believed my government was good. I believed my government was only trying to help the rest of the world. I, I believed oh. that. No, and like with it, they, you know what? With age, you became wiser. But, you became uh, jaded. And the fact uh, is, you got smart. Uh -huh. And you saw the government for what it was. Uh -huh. A money-grabbing bunch of idiots. And you don't want to use those terms, but I gladly will. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not afraid of the government. Mm -hmm. Not here, nor there. Mm -hmm. If they're going to do stupid shit, like fund research in China to come up with that crap, and then have somebody leak it out that so it infects Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, in India, they're, they're saying that they just broke the record for how many deaths? 400,000 deaths. Uh -huh. And you guys are approaching 500,000. Yeah, you know, I still, like I, I would say, like last year, I'm not looking at the numbers. I'm still not looking at the numbers. I mean, I... I hear figures, but to me, the figures are completely irrelevant because who knows what, what statistics those people are looking at. And are those the figures from the quarantine overall? Is it just no, I agree. Months? Is it just today? You see what I mean? 
and I agree. Those, st those statistics will stress people out. Those statistics will make people depressed. Those statistics will drive people to suicide. And yeah. and I'm intelligent enough to realize that they're they're just statistics anyway. And I learned a long time ago not to in statistics. So, well, I mean, some these statistics have a reader that looks at this shit and passes laws depending on them. So you have to figure either this guy isn't reading the statistic right or he's like you and doesn't give a shit or about it. Or he has an agenda. Or he has an agenda and being paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yep. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And there's only one guy who gets paid off a lot easier. That's why we need more people. We need, what's it called, uh, like options, choices. So. And oversight. We need oversight. Yes, and oversight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. So, Vic, you know, I don't think I knew you last year when we had our election. Um, but election stuff was a huge topic here in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So. Are elections a hot topic up there? And as a blind person, right, in the blind community, as a member of the NFP, it was a hot a hot topic, you know, voting as a blind person and the accessibility. So how is voting up there? Do you feel like your guys' voting is secure? Uh, as far as I know it is. I mean, I, I don't know that much about it because I can't vote. Having you said can't? that, I cannot, no. Because you lost your right to vote? No, because I'm a permanent resident, not a Canadian citizen. Um, I am originally from Portugal. Oh, you're from Portugal? Yeah. Oh, how, how old were you when you moved out of Portugal? I was about a year and eight months. Oh, so do you speak Spanish? I used to, yeah. I oh. used to speak Portuguese fluently, too. Like oh. I said, I refuse to get my Canadian citizenship... Because the government should be paying me to become a Canadian citizen. And they because at it? the end, I've been living in this country for, uh, sorry, just over 45 years, 48 years. And I've been paying the same taxes. I've been paying the same fees. I've been paying the same shit that every other citizen in this country pays. And yet I'm not allowed to vote. Come on, give me a break. So how much money do you think they owe you? They don't owe me anything. They oh, should I you they want you. No, they want me to pay upwards of seven hundred dollars for my Canadian citizenship. Oh well, so here in America there's a process people have to go through to become American citizens. And I'm sure they have to spend a little bit. No, I don't think it's anything like what did you say, seven hundred dollars? Seven hundred dollars up here, yeah. Yeah. I mean, America, I don't know what what the fees yeah. are over there. I don't know what the fees are over there. Uh -huh. um, so I mean, I can only imagine. On I can only imagine they're about the same. I can't really say. Uh -huh. I kind of wish Gina would step in because he Googled it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're working on that. So Gino and I have a lot of other projects right okay, now. Okay, you want me to Google the fees for Canadian citizenship? No, for U.S. Yeah. citizenship. So how much is the fee in Canada? 700 bucks. 700 you said. How long have you lived there? 
I've been here over, well, shit, 48 years. Cost $725 here in America. The current naturalization fee uh, includes $640 for the application processing, $85 for biometric services. Here's my question. Is there a reason you've lived in Canada basically your whole life and you did not want to become a Canadian citizen? Uh, no, I just haven't bothered. I mean, seven hundred dollars. Because at the end, at the end of the day, I can't afford all those fees. You can't afford seven hundred dollars over the course of forty years. Over the course of forty years, I'm not going to pay the Canadian government to be one it's of one, them. It's a one-time fee. It's a one-time fee, but at the same time, they should be paying me. Why? To become a Canadian citizen. Why? Because I don't gain any difference except the right to vote. The difference between a permanent resident and an actual citizen is negligible. In other words, the only difference that I've found is the right to vote. So you don't well, so want here, to vote in Canada? It's not that I don't want to vote. It's like I said, why would I want to pay them to vote? So listen, here in America, if you become a citizen, not only do you have the right to vote, but you get then you're entitled to government, you know, subsidies if you become disabled or, or and again, like that. permanent resident, so. permanent residents are due the same subsidies. Hmm, really? Permanent residents have all the same rights that your citizens do. Well, then I agree. With and you if you don't believe me, seven hundred dollars. I'm sorry. I said then I agree with you. You shouldn't pay the. Canadian government seven hundred dollars. Right. I mean, I believe selling look, votes too because you said that's just you can vote, right? Right. And I believe that the Canadian government, after a certain amount of time of living here, should make you an automatic citizen because permanent residence is permanent residence. It's not saying temporary residence. It's not saying, oh yeah, you live here, but you can go home after a couple of years. No, it's saying I'm here to stay for the rest of my life. But don't you plan on maybe going back to Portugal for a visit? Oh, fuck no. I never thought of that at all. But you might want to go to other places, right? You don't want to stay in Canada your whole life. Other places? Why would I? I first of all, I can't even imagine living anywhere else. Oh. Honestly. I mean, Canada and Toronto itself... <clears throat> excuse me, has always been my home. For the last 48 years, I've known nothing but Toronto. Okay. And, you know, I can't imagine living anywhere else, especially with all the horror stories I'm hearing about this place doing such bad things to blind people, this thing doing, uh, this city doing such bad thing to their paratransit. I mean, we have one of the greatest paratransit systems in the world. We have a great city. We have the ADP program, assistive devices program, which gives us a free computer. Well, free if you're on, on social assistance. But the government pays 75% off a free computer that contains JAWS or Zoom text, or whatever assistive technology you Hello? need on that computer, including a $4,000 Braille display. 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? Vic, I yeah. got bumped off. I haven't heard you for like the last minute or so. I got bumped off the thing. I had to come back in. Oh, okay. I thought G I thought Gina would have realized and told you. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I was letting him talk uh, so, so in case the viewers wanted to hear what he had to say. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. Thanks. Uh, Vic, I, I was going to say I looked up one other thing about benefits of getting Canadian citizenship. Now, obviously, some of this may not apply to you, but um, benefits for your children are automatic. So if you if you get your citizenship and you have children they become citizens they but my daughter is a canadian citizen because she was born here right but if you didn't if they weren't born there uh but they would they would be able to automatically be transmitted no no that's a yeah no yeah. that's a given because the citizenship is transferred yep. to um i'm sorry child family members Mm -hmm. and now the other one, like you said, political participation, but the bigger one, and I don't, I guess this doesn't apply to you, job opportunities. There are particular positions in the government, security, et cetera, right. that you have right. to be a Canadian citizen. To and that's another job. stupid thing. That is completely idiotic. Why? You are eliminating almost all of the, uh, half of the workforce because you only hire Canadian citizens. I mean that's retarded. Do you think other countries should? Let, let me ask you something. Do you think? And, and remember, we kind of talked about how Canada's immigration is far smaller than the U.S. Yes. But then you look at even countries like Japan that their immigration is next to nothing. They don't mm -hmm. allow anybody in, right? Let me right. ask you. Do you see a problem with? people who are not citizens who clearly don't want to pay $700, which is not much to ask to get citizenship. You think those people should hold positions in the government of those countries, not just Canada, any country. I'm not saying hold positions, but that's what this is. What, that's <clears throat> what I'm saying. The job opportunities no. I specifically listed are government and security. You know, with all due respect, I'm talking about actual jobs with the government. If you you can't work in Toronto for the local government unless you're a Canadian citizen. You cannot work for the provincial government unless you're a Canadian citizen. And l likewise, if you work for Service Canada, you have to be a Canadian citizen. Now, Service Canada encompasses employment insurance, encompasses... Um, Healthcare encompasses everything. I'm saying from the lowly clerk that you get at the government office, that person must be a Canadian citizen. Meanwhile, there are permanent residents who are fully qualified to fill those positions, but yet they won't hire them because they're not citizens. Are they allowed to get a work permit? Yes, they are. Permanent residence comes with the ability to work in this country. And guess what? The income tax is the same. We pay the same income tax on our employment that Canadian citizens do. We don't even get a discount. So we should all move to Canada. No, it's in the States too. <laughs> Remember you last week doing the same thing. The only did, did place Vic invite everybody to Canada last week to take advantage of their services. Oh, that's right. He invited everyone to come move there. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh -huh. I did. 
but the only other place, the only other country that I know of that allows permanent residents to vote is the UK. And they recognize that permanent residents are just as important as citizens. And at the end of the day, there is absolutely no difference in what permanent residents pay to what Canadian citizens pay or, or citizens, so what are you period. Complaining about then? What are you complaining about then? Because the, I should have a discount. You just All said you have to years. pay the same thing. You just said you pay the same thing as citizens. As citizens, right. But citizens get to vote and I don't. How come? Because and yet I'm citizen. still paying the same. I'm still paying the same income tax. I'm still paying the same taxes. I'm still getting the same subsidies as citizens do. Then you should just become a citizen so you get those same Privileges. No, because why? Why would I bother paying somebody that money? Well, stop complaining then if you don't want to become a citizen. No, I'm not complaining about not being a citizen. I'm complaining about the fact that permanent residents are treated essentially like second-class citizens. Well, I, 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 I understand. I totally understand what you're saying, Nick. I was just kind of playing devil's advocate. No, no, I get you. I get you. What I'm saying is if you look on both sides of the border, even your permanent residents are not allowed to vote, yet they're paying the exact same taxes that U.S. citizens pay. And yet, I'm sorry, they should be allowed to vote. They are permanent residents. They're there to live the rest of their lives. I've never met so they should have a resident. say. I mean, they should have a say in how the government is run. They should be I've, able to vote. I have never met a permanent resident here, and I'm not sure what that definition means. Yeah, I'm curious what different? you mean by permanent resident. Because if you've not yeah. applied for citizenship or you've not been naturalized like my wife, you're not a permanent resident. I can say I'm a permanent mm -hmm. resident. I can say, well, here, I'm, a, I'm permanent. I'm but sorry, I can she, leave at any time. Your wife doesn't have citizenship? No, she does. She she was naturalized. She was not born in this country. But what I'm saying is, okay. So what was the term she? Permanent hold, resident. Hold on. What was she? Before? I'm not going to divulge that. My okay. wife is not born in America. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But listen, yes, I is anyone, what, I, what I'm trying to say though is, you keep using the term permanent resident. So yes. if I come up to Canada and I just tell you I'm now a permanent resident for as long as I choose. There, mm -hmm. What what paperwork, what documentation, what process am I doing to prove to the to government president that president. I intend to be here forever, therefore I should be able to vote? Because it seems to me that if you just say, well, I'm a permanent resident, okay. here I am, then 10 million people can come up next month right. and say, and get, I'm a permanent resident, I want to vote, I'm going to overthrow your election, and then we're all going to leave. So why did they make nothing... us apply for it? Well, that's what I'm asking you. What is the process up there? To distinguish you have to, a permanent resident. You have to apply for permanent residence, just like in the States. When people come to your country... There is no permanent residency in the States. So yes, there is. Yes, no. there is. I'm you telling know, I just, you. I, so, I, I think you're using a different term. I don't no, think well, it might be... A, it might here. be... It might be a different term, but I know for a fact that it's permanent resident status. 
You guys have that. When people immigrate to the U.S., they aren't naturalized immediately. Right. You're talking they about become... people who get a green card. Yes. Correct. Well, I don't know. I don't know what a green card is. U.S. citizenship. I'm sorry? That is not the same thing as U.S. citizenship. So, right. for instance, That's permanent residence. Right. For instance, somebody comes here seeking asylum, mm -hmm. right, for religious persecution or whatever. They yes. can apply. It's it, obviously you don't have to pay the seven hundred dollars, and it's less to get naturalized or to become what you're calling a permanent resident, which is having a green card. See, they're right. still doing that process, but basically they're not doing the whole process. And um, you keep on saying that, and maybe it's different in Canada than it is here in America. But you keep on saying that uh, everyone is paying taxes, paying taxes, paying taxes. They're paying all the same things, right? Right. That's actually not true in America. If you have not been issued a social security card. There's no way to track your taxes. You're not having to file taxes. for taxes. So you well, keep on saying you're paying fine. taxes. No, no, no. Hold on one second. The fact is someone who immigrates, whether it be under a refugee status, asylum, whether it be on a permanent residence to get their green card, they're automatically issued a social, a social security number. That's incorrect. No, that's correct. No, you, you actually have to apply for U.S. citizenship and naturalization. No, 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 no. Who told you that? Well, his wife was an I'm, immigrant. I, I'm going to and hold I've on. known immigrants. I, no, I think Gino's right. every person that immigrates to your country, no matter how they immigrate, is issued a social security number. It's the law. No, that's not correct. That's why we have illegal immigration here. They don't have social security numbers. You understand that? No, that I never wait. Illegal immigration means they did not immigrate correctly. Is that not? That's they correct. They have done right. nothing. In the so process. guess what? They didn't do the forms, which given them social security numbers. But yeah, once you submit those forms. Once you submit those forms, number, once you submit those forms to come live in the U.S. and you get that little green card. Actually, I'm wondering: is that green card actually green? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Having said that, once you submit those forms, you are issued a social security number. Right. If because you guess what? If you become a naturalized citizen, correct? No. That's what you're saying. No. Before you become a naturalized citizen, you are issued a social security number. You're not. Okay. My grandparents immigrated here the proper way. Okay. Okay. They had to get U.S. citizenship to get a social security. Now, that was back in the 50s. Maybe things changed. My wife's whole family are immigrants that came here the proper way. They didn't just come across and say, here I am. Now, if you're talking about applying for permanent citizenship, Yes. And you're calling that permanent resident versus U.S. No, no. What you're, no, no. Here, and this is where the terminology gets screwed. At this point, you're calling it permanent citizenship, but that's not what it is. It's permanent, permanent residency. So here, we don't have residency here. Yes, but you do. Like, no, no. He, he is correct. No. There is, it's called U.S. permanent residence. And you do apply for a social security when you do that. Yes. 
But that's, that's different right. than citizenship. How so? I don't know. And Are you saying? I, 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 that was a question. I was forming that, and that was a question. I'm saying. That's oh, I'm sorry. Citizen, applying for residency is different than applying for citizenship here. Right. Are your are U.S. permanent residents allowed to vote? Alexa, are U.S. permanent residents allowed to vote? I've never heard of a permanent resident in the U.S. Here's something I found from WikiHow. The quickest, easiest way to vote for president is by taking a valid federal or state ID to your nearest polling location. Oh, hey, WikiHow has the quickest way to vote. <laughs> Alexis rattle up. According to WikiHow, the quickest way to vote is blah, 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 blah. She, she never understands me when I ask her. No, it's the same as in Canada. You have to be a U.S. citizen. Right. Exactly. Not a, not a I, permanent resident. Any chance, any chance uh, just quickly, Gino, can you Google what the difference is between, or what the, oh, shut up. Shit. Can you Google, um, what the ratio is between permanent residence and citizenships and citizens in, in the U.S. in the U.S. Hold on, I'm looking. Okay, I, I want to know what, what the difference, uh, what what you're allowed as a permanent resident versus a U.S. citizen. So there's absolutely no difference. The only difference is, I think. Well, I don't know about your army. I don't the know if you're allowed to, to serve in in the army. <clears throat> so you can lose your permanent residence, whereas U.S. citizens cannot. You cannot vote. Um, permanent residents are required to file income tax as a resident, obey all laws of the U.S., state, locals. Right. <laughs> they are required to register for the military. So they are they are allowed. Mm -hmm. So there you but go. Allowed, There's absolutely no difference except the fact that they're not allowed to vote. Um, no, so I need to go become a permanent you. resident of Canada and Mexico. They can actually, well, I don't know yeah, if they, either country supports dual citizenship. Do you know that you can that you can collect all those free benefits from Canada that Vic volunteered his country to, prov to provide last week? Yep. Oh, right. Okay, so here, Vic, what did you want me to Google? Uh, the resident. How many permanent residents there are in comparison to citizens in the U.S.? Let's see if it even has anything like that. Uh, let's say population. Permanent. Well, let's see what this says. This says DH. This is from Homeland Security. Uh huh. Um, looks like this is the is this the latest one? Uh, this is from 2019. Estimates of lawful permanent resident population. Um. Our immigrants here. So, ladies and gentlemen, Gino nearly 34 and Vic are million immigrants who entered the United States in 1980 or later 
uh, became LPRs by 2019. About 45% of that naturalized and another 5% derived citizenship from a parent who uh, before becoming 18 years or older. Right. Uh, of the remaining 17 million LPRs, about 4.8 million are estimated to have died and are emigrated, leaving a stock of 12.4 million. Adding 1.2 million non-citizens who entered before 1980 is a total estimate of LPR stock of 13.6 million. So according to this, as of 2019, there's 13.6 million permanent residents living in the United States. So right. not a lot. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know. It just seems like there would be more. Nope. That, this is according to Homeland Security. Yeah, no, I get and, that. What's interesting about this conversation is I, I think you clued me into something that gets conflated a lot. Permanent resident versus illegal. I think I think a lot of times people use this claiming, oh, this person's a permanent resident. Right? Right. And claiming that's the same thing as illegal. So illegals have not gotten a permanent resident status, have not gotten green cards, have not done anything. And have not social gotten security. social security numbers, Correct. nothing. Correct. But right. this total are people that are permanent residents. I guess what I'm curious about, because what if, if all of you know the people who are immigrants from my family and everybody else's, if you could just become a permanent resident, the only thing you can't do is vote – Mm -hmm. Right. Like you were saying, well, why become a U.S. citizen then? Right. You basically, you basically um, are given all the rights at, by just having permanent resident status. But if you want to work for the state or your local government, you have to be U.S. citizens. So that's the only distinction. You can't vote and you can't be uh, have a job in the government. And a government employee. Yes. Interesting. Now, here's a question. Do you remember uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot be president of the United States? Why? Why? Because he's not he, – because – He's not naturalized. Not a naturalized U.S. citizen. Yeah. That law – so basically he was, no – Yeah, he was born in Austria and just got his U.S. citizenship. Correct. No uh, – Person who's born outside or, of the U.S. is yeah, allowed to be a president. That's part of the Constitution. They cannot yeah. – Is that the same in Canada? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Becca's eating, so I think we should end the show. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me look up uh, some fa some facts here for you. Thank you. And, uh, I've been I'm wanting you to... I've been wanting you to chime in on these it's conversations. It's not my show. It's not my show. <laughs> but, doesn't uh, matter. Uh, You're I'm a part of cleared You're up on the distinction between permanent residents. You know, you are an integral you are an integral part of this show as much as Becca is. Because let's face it, you set up a lot of stuff. Hey Vic. Yeah. I want you to send me a copy of our interview so I can watch it. I haven't been able to watch it. I want to find your channel I can see it up there. Yeah, no, I it, it you have to understand I go week by week each interview, right? I still have a couple of people before yours. Oh, so you haven't put it up yet. Will you let me know what goes up? Yes, of course, absolutely. Okay. Great. I can send great. you the the I can send you the uh a copy of it. Yeah, so for my viewers, 
Uh, Vic and I, he recently interviewed me for his channel. So if you guys want to go subscribe to his channel as well, you can watch that interview. And Vic, I was going to say one last thing. According to uh, according to this, uh, what is this? This is CIC, uh, CIC News, the Voice of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, more than eighty percent of Canadian permanent residents apply for citizenship when they become eligible. Cool. Right, but that I, you know what? I'm going to say that that's. I'm going to say that it's because they don't know any better. They don't know that they that their vote doesn't matter that anyway. They, no. <laughs> they don't know that they have the same rights that citizens do under the charter. It's interesting. And the fact is, these people think that they can just be kicked out of the country for being a permanent resident. And that's not true. They can't just, you know, on a whim, kick you out of the country. Well, but that's the same thing here. They act like they can deport permanent residents and, and green cards. Right, exactly. Like, you know, and it's not so. It's not, and yeah. by they the can, way, they CIC... can throw you in prison if you're a permanent resident or a citizen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Vic, can I put your way, address down uh, for my immigration uh, paperwork? I, yes, of course. CIC Excellent. actually stands for Canada Immigration. Yeah, it's the uh, Canada Immigration and Center. Is it Center citizenship? Or? No, no, Canada so, Immigration Gino, and so Citizenship. Gino, so, Gino, you're headed up to Canada. You're going to use Vic as a rep or as a reference? Or a well, I would just, reference? you know, now that I know how permanent resident works, my goal is going to be to find sponsors in every country, and I'm just going to become a permanent resident uh, of every can't, country. Can't. Why? You can't sponsor someone who isn't immediate family. Well, no one has to know. And even then, they're not allowing you to sponsor your parents anymore. I can look Portuguese. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not sure if you know this, but I hate to tell you, but there is a Portuguese uh, population in India. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, hey, you know, Indians, you know, made their way all over the world. Well, uh, you know, you can change your name to, you know, Gino Gouveia. Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm going to put it down as Gino Gouveia, Uh your address, Uh and, uh, you know, I'm going to get my permanent resident card. Okay. That way, anytime I want to come up to Canada, you know, nobody can stop me. Yeah. Just so I know, you drive, right? I do. Yeah, you drive. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll be your chauffeur. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yep. So and see I, I now just, I have I to go want through. To get stopped at any border. Now I have to go through the whole employment process. So yeah, <laughs> I gotta put, I gotta you know do a whole bunch of research and find out how you no one no Canadian can fill the position you're coming to fill. Becca, are you gonna get your your Canadian citizenship? No what? permanent resident. I mean, frick, no. I'm sorry, you're a permanent resident uh, because Vic is just handing them out like candy. No, I'm not uh-huh. interested in you. I grew up near the Canadian border. It's really cold up there. I don't want to go any further. <laughs> I actually have family in Canada, so. Do you really? Uh, yeah. Um, my mom said, oh, there's a lot of Indians up there. Oh, there's a whole bunch of Indians where yeah. I live. Yeah. I mean, I have, practically every second person is an Indian. My great uncle is uh, up there somewhere. Well, actually, he passed away, but his family is up there. I mean, our whole, Indi- our whole area here is... Surrounded so, by Indians and Greeks. 
Mm-hmm. Vic, how do you know when you talk to someone if they have Indian or Greek heritage in them? Well, a lot of times there's an accent. Oh, really? For example, I had no idea that Gina was of you. Indian. Right, I had no idea Gina was... That's because here in America, we're, we're so mixed now. Most of us are so mixed, you don't hear an accent. Because we we mixed with America. Well, I think, you know what? I also think the generation has pretty much grown up and that's who you're dealing with. The elderly generation or the baby boomers, uh, you might still find an accent here and there. You might still find a baby boomer here and there too. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I think we lost several during the quarantine. I mean, I don't want to joke about it, but yeah, I, I think a lot of the elderly people we lost during the quarantine were baby boomers. So, You think so? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I don't I think it might it might have been the elder population over the age of seventy. Well, I kinda look at the baby boomers as being old. Are the baby boomers <laughs> like sixties and fifties or something? Uh yeah. Well, they were born in the sixties and fifties, yeah. Yeah. But we should probably end the show. Yeah. Okay. Well we're gonna wrap this up ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us today on becca's world for another exciting episode of the blind view if you would like to get involved i invite you to email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com please include your phone number and your first and last name and i will call you peace out y'all that's a wrap thank you for watching becca's world Please like, share, and subscribe to my